Welcome to the Embrace the Turn Up podcast. Cultural commentary from two guys who want all the smoke. All the smoke. And now your hosts, A-Dub and John. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Embrace the Turn Up podcast. Y'all know the motherfucking vibes by now. It is your boy, A-Dub, the pod god, the pod tribal chief, if you will. Dubsuke Nakamura, L-A-Dub, national champion, Dub. We here. How are you a national, were you a national championship? Were you, just, were you a national champion of? College football. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you, were, I didn't know you played in that game. That's crazy. Same as you. Yeah, no. We, nah, we, we was born into this. Okay. Them kids yeah. voluntarily signed up, and shout out to them for that. Team 144. But we was born into it. And guys, if you didn't know by now, that is the Hooded Avenger sitting in a room of darkness. The homie John's in the building. What's up, John? Good. Tired. Worked. I think I worked uh, 17 hours yesterday. Why? So I am um, I'm tired. Like, if you didn't... If I didn't see that you text me, I would still be asleep right now. Or not sleep, more or less just laying in bed, you know what I mean? Just relaxing. I may lay back down when we get done with this podcast. I'm still kind of a little worn out of it, but it was a long day yesterday. Johnny, because it's supposed to be an eight-hour workday, right? You don't, they don't pay you overtime. You know how your job says, well, well, you know how your job says they, they'll prepare you for the week for the weeks coming ahead. So they'll say, we got a busy week next week, or we got a busy month. Uh, overtime is already approved. So your mind does, what does that mean? I might work a little overtime. <laughs> that means you will be working overtime to make sure all the, um, all the priorities of the business is taken care of. So I mean, I did, I, I made overtime last week, obviously, because I worked more than eight hours every day last week. Uh, yesterday was my longest day, but I was averaging between like 11 to 14 hours last week. So, Sounds awful. Uh, so I made some extra money, you know what I mean? Extra money to gamble with, because I have an addiction and I, I own it, it's cool, it's whatever. But, um, yeah, I'm tired. 12 hours, they, they be paying me triple time. You need to renegotiate, sir. You said triple time. Just saying. I guess you're gonna be working a factory job. I mean, but uh, but I'm tired. I think I already said that. But uh, I'm good. I'm good. Today, today's a good day. You know, uh, Michigan won last week. Michigan uh, won I am, last week. Yep. I am a little nervous uh, about this Lions game. I feel like Stafford's gonna come in here and he's gonna be like, "Guess who's back? Guess who's Bazak? He's gonna come in there like." He's going to come in there like, um, remember me? You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm a little nervous. But um, other than that, man, I'm good. I'm, I'm so excited. I the people will hear this, the game will have already happened. But as we record on Sunday, um, John's a little nervous. I'm not. I got my Lions mug with my coffee. I got my blueberry crumb cake coffee since we're wearing the blueberry jerseys today. As come on, golf calls them. This nigga Go- drinking golf blueberry. blueberries. This nigga drinking blueberry. You said blue, blueberry crumb. Yeah, blueberry crumb cake. Yeah. But why do you like this? What are you talking about? You just, 
This ain't fancy. I got it from Kroger. Bro, that shit it's is. Kroger brand. You know what I'm drinking? I'm drinking like coffee you made regular on your French coffee. press. I, I wish I had a French press. I might buy one, but I'm drinking regular ass coffee, bro, with some and creamer. You, and you made it with your cappuccino maker with the, like, with the little see, frothy nigga, milk on top. This nigga's projecting. Mr. Oh. Blueberry Crumb. Blueberry Crumb. This nigga, this nigga drinking blueberry crumb coffee and fucking eating egg frittata cups. And you talking about me. Just because the names sound fancy don't mean like they're like super fancy things to make. Yeah. I can't even spell frittata. I remember when I was a kid, my mom was like, don't say words you can't spell. So I guess I shouldn't be saying it. I mean, the egg frittata cups are just made in like cupcake pans. It's not difficult. I'm not a French chef or some shit. Oh, but you can afford cupcake uh, pans. Mm. You can't Must be nice. Now. You just work 17 hours of overtime. Cupcake sheet is I didn't, work, I didn't work. I didn't work. I didn't work 17 hours overtime for some, to buy some cupcake pans. Five dollars. I mean, you need to buy a cupcake sheet and like some other stuff so you can find start cooking in your house. Your house, your fridge always look like a trap house refrigerator when I come through. I got liquor in there now. That's all you need. The essentials, liquor and snacks. That's all you need. No, I guess it's not liquor. It's um, it's uh, well, you got you got fancy wine, you got champagne. I don't drink wine. I mean, I'll drink it. Champagne from my from my. I do like okay, so that's true. That's true. So I once we get done this podcast and after our rest up after the slave hours I worked yesterday, I do plan on making me a mimosa this morning. I do have stuff to make a mimosa. I know, I get it. Champagne from my real friends, real pain from my fake friends. I know how you feel. I know, I know you. Is that a Drake line or like what is that? I don't know if it's a Drake line, but like it definitely is a, a rap line of some from somebody. Now I will say I did, you know, I did uh take a page out of your book. Out of my book. And I, I did do some kind of bougie. I got the orange pineapple juice for my for my mimosa. So I'm bougie. trying that out. It's not bougie. Like orange pineapple oh, isn't isn't that much more expensive than orange juice. Oh so and it tastes oh, oh, so I gotta actually be more bougie and make my own orange juice like you would do. Well, no, if you was real bougie, what you would do is you would like you would buy the two separately, so you can like you can adjust the ratio as you like. Who got time for that? I'm just saying, like, if you was really bougie. I guess I need to go to your I guess I need to start in your introductory class the one-on-one class of yeah, bougie-ness I mean, and then if you want to like really step your levels up for bougie then yeah what, that's what you would do you would buy a juicer and just juice the oranges and juice the pineapples <clears throat> yeah but anyway hmm. okay how's your morning it's going well man it's going well like you just woke up um this shit says work. one degrees outside. Damn. I had to work yesterday too. I mean, work mm. for me like I had to go to the UT basketball games. Such a rough life. Mm. This so, nigga, man. It was, it was so it was so terrible sitting in those nice ass seats watching college basketball. What a, what a rough life for me. You get food too. You know, I I ate before before the games, so I didn't. Cause I didn't really like, feel like just going to concessions because like concessions ain't that great. So I'm like, you know, I'm just to eat at the crib since like they had a double header. One game was at two, 
But then I come home for like two hours and I'm like, I'm just eating here. But yeah, no. So, they didn't feed your chicken tendies in the uh, box seats? They had them, but I, I just, I wasn't feeling chicken tendy-y. If that's a phrase. I that is a phrase today. That is a phrase today. Yeah, so you know, I've just been, in, you know, just enjoying more college sports because as we got to enjoy on Monday, Michigan, they won the national championship, John. They won. How much swag did you buy? Um, so I, I tried to buy like the official T-shirts, like the second it happened. And when I tell you, every time I hopped on the website, it crashed from my phone, my laptop, and this new computer I got. They were sold out within minutes. So I haven't bought any yet. But um, this coming week, I'm going to kind of like scroll through all the different things. And I'm definitely getting them some t-shirts, some hoodies, shot glass, coffee mug. Um, did I send you the, the one shirt that Barstool made? Yeah, you sent me that. The, yep. the inevitable, like, oh, you know, I'm a Thanos guy. I'm a big Thanos guy. Unfortunately. So I had to get that. How much swag did you get? I bought everything. Uh, it was like a, it was like a sneaker release, like you were saying. You had to be in there. <laughs> so literally, it was it was maybe like the fourth quarter, twenty seconds left. Mm-hmm. I jumped on Emden, and I had Fanatics up. Uh, Emden app or the website completely crashed. Like as I was buying stuff, people were taking it out of my cart. So then I switched <laughs> over to I switched over to Fanatics, and I bought the hoodie. Uh, the uh, what, what, what was on the hoodie? It was um, it said No Doubt or something like that, like the Jordan brand one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. But I bought yeah. the hoodie. I bought the T-shirt. I bought the lanyard. Uh, I'm gonna buy a long sleeve. And then I gotta get a. Uh, I want to get the. Um, they have. They make an Apple Watch uh, band too. So I want to get those. I was looking for the uh, replica trophy, but I couldn't find that. <laughs> oh, you all in? Hell yeah! I, I, I've already told you. We we did this last week. I'm a. My favorite team on my ranking list is the Michigan Wolverines. So like this was. This was great, man. Uh, this was great. So I'm back on Emden right now. It looks like they restocked everything. So, yeah, yeah, money's being spent. Yeah. I wanted to go. I wanted to go to the parade, but <clears throat> that weather, man. Between the weather and the way uh, I've been working, that was not going to happen. <clears throat> yeah. No. I. Did the parade happen yesterday? Did they still have it? Yeah. No. It, it happened, and then it ended at um, the Chrysler Center. Okay. And then uh, JJ spoke. Uh, Jim spoke. I didn't watch any of it yet, but and I think JJ's supposed to announce his intentions to either stay or go to the league. Which go get your money, young man. You've done. You've done everything we've asked of you and more. You might want to stay, man. Get his stock a little bit higher. Because I mean, if he went, if he left now, what would he be? Fourth round pick? No. No. Third round pick? Second. Second, he's okay. the third or fourth quarterback available in a draft of teams that need quarterbacks. You're talking <clears> about <throat> Carolina, Chicago, Minnesota, probably. You say um, Carolina? Yeah. You got no faith oh, in no. CJ Stroud? No, 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 no. I'm sorry, they got Bryce. That's right. Oh, Bryce Carolina, Young. I'm sorry, Bryce Carolina Young. Carolina needs a coach. Yeah, um, they need a coach. Yeah. 
Chicago, the Seahawks might want to look at getting a young guy in there. Um, Did you say Chicago? Yeah. The team with the number one pick? Yeah. They had the number one pick last year. You think they're going to they gonna pass up on what could be generational quarterbacks twice? I, no, no. We're talking about J.J. I'm not talking about Caleb Williams. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I'm just starting to name teams that need quarterbacks. Oh, I see what you're saying. Chicago's right there. Minnesota's right there. Did you see what Caleb Williams said? They're, they're saying that he didn't actually say that, but okay, I'm I'm sure it's kind I'm sure it's kind of true. But he's trying to pull an Eli. He's trying to pull an Eli. I stay in elite. I stay in college. But thing you got to look at too is college athletes are getting paid millions of dollars right now. So they if they want to stay, they'll still make another million. And it's not gonna hurt them at all. I mean, yeah, that's the beautiful thing about NIL is that you know. You don't need to necessarily go chase that dream to, you know, take care of your family. Yeah. Because Caleb Williams is living in a penthouse in downtown L.A. right now. <clears throat> right now. Like, yeah, so he, you, he okay. Yeah, so, I mean, if now more than ever, if a player threatens to stay another year, it could definitely happen. Yeah, so, but yeah, I, I think JJ should go because there, there's enough teams that need quarterbacks that he'll, you know, get a first, second round grade and be on a team where if he doesn't play next season, he'll play soon enough. Um, and I don't know if he can come back and help his draft stock enough um, to, you know, be another guy that that's like the number one overall pick. Essentially, like, I think he's still, even if he comes back next year and has a good year, he's still a mid-first-round, second-round guy. I don't think he changes that. So, if I were him, I would go. Because, to me, there's nothing he can do but fuck up his draft stop. Hmm. That, you know, that that that's just me. But the, the real question <clears throat> is, is Jim going to stay? What do I hope think? he does. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I my my heart wants him to stay, but uh, my head is telling me that um, you know he's he he's accomplished what he wanted to accomplish in college football and for his alma mater. So that next thing he need, he probably wants to accomplish is winning a Super Bowl. Now I would say our chances would be higher if his brother did not beat him. Uh, what was that four or five <laughs> years ago? If Jim would have won that Super Bowl. Long well, than that, but yeah. if Jim would have won that Super Bowl, he probably would have stayed in Michigan. But another thing, too, is if Jim would have won that Super Bowl, he probably would have never... Probably wouldn't have come to Michigan. Yeah, he probably never came to Michigan. So, uh, it sucks. I, w- I wish... I really want... I really... What I really want is I want Jim to stay and build something like how Nick Saban built up Alabama. Mm-hmm. I would love for Jim to do that. Yeah, I mean, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Like, I think he leaves because he wants to win that Super Bowl too. But I also like I look at the jobs that are available, and I'm like, these are shitty jobs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that Chargers job is a shitty job. That Chargers, Chargers... Job is a shitty job because the ownership is always interfering and shit. <clears throat> and they don't want to pay nobody. <clears throat> so, like, you, you go well, to a franchise that like they live like broke people, and they always interfering in what you do. Well, I'm just talking about 
just roster wise, that Chargers job is very attractive, and he got a young quarterback. No, I agree. No, I agree. Roster construction is cool, but I'm just saying, like, the way that organization is run, they're like, "Yo, make me some French cuisine." Hey, but hold on, I can't. You can't like have like high quality ingredients. Yeah. Um, here, like, I, here's what I'm willing to pay for: some spam, some. Hey, man, don't like, do that. Don't like, do watch, that. Watching the way the, the Spanos run the Chargers, it's like watching an episode of Guys Grocery Games where he's like, "Budget battle." You have to make a high quality dish with five dollars, and they're like, "Man, what? spam, spam is great. Spam is good, but like, Fry that unless bitch you're up. trying to make French cuisine, then it's pretty difficult." I bet you could. I bet. Okay, so I seen an episode of Guys Grocery Games, and one of the contestants did make a pretty good dish. It looked good with spam. Again, but I I'm get not, what you're saying. I'm not saying like spam is bad. I'm just saying like you can't make duck confit with spam. Wait, 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 wait. Who? Spam who? Want. No, the spam is like what they're willing to pay for. So like the players oh, got to go get a free agency and what and what you know they're willing to spend to retain guys. Got it. Um, but I mean, yeah, like that defense is fixable and that offense is already pretty good, even though you know they're getting older. Outside of the QB, um, and then that Panthers job—I mean, you got some of the same problems. That owner David Tepper—he's like, he just keeps meddling in everything, and he doesn't really know shit about football. And that—he's not going to the Panthers, bro. I, I would—I I would say we Chargers or, or Bears. Both of those are teams that Harbaugh played for. So. Bears just said they're keeping Eberflus. That is insane. That is wild. <laughs> That's like Ohio State saying they're keeping Ryan Day. I'm like, well, okay. That happened too. Yeah, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's another That's another W. So, again, Whether, I, think, I think that's why Jim should stay. Like, oh, they're keeping Ryan Day? They keep Ryan and, Day, yeah. And they're losing Marvin Harrison Jr.? Cool. Cool. I'll, I'll and, make another run at this. Another thing, too, is if Jim leaves, let's say Michigan hires Sharon Moore, right? Mm-hmm. Sharon Moore has already beat Ryan Day. So it's just like, yeah, keep him. Keep him. Keep him. Keep him for forever. I mean, if I was Michigan, if I was Michigan, I would break the bank. I mean, I know I know the AD hates him, but I think the new school president likes him. If I was Michigan, I would break the bank, make Jim stay, make him an offer that, like, you can't refuse, essentially. The way the way the Pistons did with Monty Williams. Make him an offer you can't refuse. Um I bet, I bet well, not all money is good money. The whole Monty Williams is learning that. <laughs> no, Monty Williams is just a bad coach. That's a whole other thing. Wait, what you um, say? Monty oh, no, don't no, don't do that. Don't do Monty that. Williams you know Monty Williams is not a bad coach. You, do, you don't even Monty Williams is a bad coach. You're not blaming the players. You I'm blame Monty players, Williams. But I'm I'm blaming the coach. Either you coach it or you allow it to happen. Oh my God! There's no way you believe Monty Williams is a bad coach. I do not believe that. I definitely do. I think no coach, no coach can fix what the Pistons are going through right now. Yeah, no they coach can. can fix most that. of it is most of it is turnover issues. And either you coach it or you allow it to happen. But anyways, again, if I was Jim, I would stay because he changed all of college football when he retired Nick Saban. And he beat Kalen DeBoer so bad that Kalen DeBoer was like, I don't want to coach in the Big Ten. This shit is awful. And Kalen DeBoer took that Alabama job. 
John. I'm kind of shocked they. I'm I'm kind of shocked he took that job. Are you? Well, I, I'm kind of. Well, I thought that Alabama was gonna pick somebody from Saban's coaching tree, like Dabo or uh, Jimbo. I or, wanted him uh, to pick Dabo so he could go down there and be mid, and then we could finally put some respect on Taj Gibson's name and Deshaun Watson's name. Um, Deshaun Watson, he's been doing other things. Lane Kiffin. Uh, I already oh, knew. I, um, I know Lane Kiffin called about that job quick. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, I knew. I knew Sarkeesian wasn't going to leave because he's built something at Texas. Why would you? Leave uh, Brian Billick. Brian Billick, like the old Ravens coach. Oh, not Brian Billick. <laughs> I was like, what? In the game, coach for fifteen years. <laughs> not, not Brian Billick. Oh my god! The definition of like just chilling. Uh, who's my man? He's a coach in the NFL. He's the offensive coordinator for the Alabama right now. He was coaching Deshaun. His name is um. Uh, let's see, Alabama. Alabama's offensive coordinator is Tommy Reese, who was a quarterback at Notre Dame back in the day. Thomas Reese. He's the offensive coordinator right now? Yeah. Old Notre Dame quarterback. Oh, who are you talking about, cuz? No, who's this right here? Hold on a second. Oh, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien? Yeah. Yeah, he coached Deshaun Watson his rookie year. Rookie year, second yeah, year, and third in year. Houston. Yeah, Houston, has, yeah. I mean, has he ever been a college head coach? It's way different. Oh, I don't know. I just think he's been offensive coordinator. Yeah, but I mean. For Alabama. I'm not shocked Kevin DeBoer took that job. You see the way we beat up Michael Penix? Well, it's not going to help at Alabama. You see how we beat up Jalen Moore? Yeah, but he can, like, he can grow through the SEC. And, like, you know, they, they used to he that ain't, SEC. He ain't rolling through. He ain't rolling through the SEC, bro. Well, I'm, George, not saying, I'm, I'm not saying like rolling through. I'm just saying he can roll with that conference. Oh, I see. All right. Because I'm going to say Georgia is – Kirby Smart is the the big dog in the SEC now. Him and uh and Sarkeesian says Texas is going to uh, SEC. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't shocked. Like, I think the Alabama job is definitely a step up from that Washington job. Just in like in notoriety, like and in, and probably in money, because again, you gotta pay me a lot of money to, to move to Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, funny thing on that front, Reggie Bush put out a tweet and said NIL is the sole reason that Nick Saban's retiring because these kids is getting paid, so you can't force them to come play in places like Tuscaloosa anymore or have like control over them. And I was. And I said that to Nate as a joke, but then when Reggie Bush said it, I was like, there might be some teeth to this. What do you, what do you think? I think Saban, um, I saw a quote that Saban said that during his press conference, that the NIL is ruining college football. And and then he said on top of that, he says hard, uh, he says not fair for players, some players to get paid 100000 and then there's no player on the team getting paid a million dollars. He said there's no structure to the NIL. I mean, that's but that's how <clears> like <throat> professional sports are. Well, what makes what makes college sports great in some people's eyes? They see it as amateurism, right? I learned this in sports management class. Yeah, <laughs> they, they see it. The they see it as amateurism. You said what? 
the, the fact that people don't get paid. It's a way to it's a way to have unpaid labor still in this country, which uh, some some people are attached to because you know they couldn't make black people work for free no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, and they say like, oh, it's the love of the game. But then those are the same people who don't who don't see how hard these kids work every day. Um, I guarantee that the people who say like, I love the amateurism of the game are the same exact ones who don't know how hard these kids work, like, at all. They they have no clue. They assume it's a three-hour practice, you know, three or four times a week, and then a game on Saturday. They have no clue. And as someone who's working in these space with these kids, these kids work harder than you. Nigga, you got practice every day. What are you talking about? You got some form of practice, whether were you were you watching footage or you are you got team meetings. You got see, during team meetings, you got team dinners. Uh, you got study hall. They don't know that, or they or they don't want to know. Like that, and that's that's part of the thing for it. Like the the sham of amateurism is that like it's also in the shroud of don't knowism of they just assume that oh. You guys practice three times a week for two hours. Maybe do a, a little bit of film study once, and then you play a game, and and that's it. Nope. Like John, you so you're know, calling you so you're calling Nick Saban racist? Got it. I'm not calling him racist. I'm just it's okay. That's no, all right. You can call him racist. Go I'm ahead. just saying he wasn't able to control these players the way he used to, and in the NIL space, it's a lot harder to get kids to come to play again in Tuscaloosa, Alabama because it's Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And I think you're going to, you're going to see a lot more of that. Um, because again, if I can make a hundred thousand to go play in Tuscaloosa or I'm trying to think of some other shitty place. Oh, um, college station, Texas. Why you? Whoa, hold on! Don't do that. There's more in Texas than there is in Alabama. John, no, no, College Station. You know what team is in College Station? That's Texas A&M, right? Yes. You ever been to College Station? No. I have. And you shouldn't have nothing there. It's right next to a very small town in Texas that my grandmother lived in. And when I tell you, ain't shit there. There's more to do in deserts. And it ain't close to shit. Um, I think you said there's more to do in deserts. There is, and then like, and if you can make a hundred thousand to play there, or a hundred thousand to go play at say like Georgia Tech in the heart of Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Like, sign me up for sign me up for Georgia Tech every day. Or you can like make a hundred k to go play at UCLA. In fucking L.A., like that, that sounds way better to me. Or mm-hmm. even Texas, and like the capital of Texas. And I've heard Austin is an amazing city. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see like a lot of these powerhouses that were built on, you know, just the program in this very small shitty town, not be the powerhouses they were, and it's gonna level out the playing <clears> field. <throat> and you're gonna see a lot of guys, but it's ruined. Is it ruining it, or is it just the fact that you can't get the kids you used to get because 
the city doesn't have anything to offer these kids. And they just don't they don't want to be in this place that's shitty. Well, I also think it has to do with you know, these teams, these colleges out here got deep pockets, like deeper pockets than Alabama. You know, Texas, University of Texas has that oil money. Their alumni has got that oil money, so their pockets are a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. You got colleges like Michigan, who's got a strong alumni, and Ohio State, who's got a strong alumni, who's willing to pay whatever it, is, whatever it takes to get that player. I don't think Alabama has that backing of a strong alum, alum, alumni. Notre they Dame's they... got deep pockets. Like, there's, it's schools like USC. They got deep pockets, man. Alabama can't compete with that. Yeah, they, they don't. They have, like, they have a strong operating budget from, like, what the school and the state, you know, allocate funds-wise to them, but they do not have a strong donor base. Correct. So that's why, like, their, um, they were called, their collectives can't compete. I saw something interesting. Um... So UCF beat Louisville in college basketball, right? Mm-hmm. And they stormed the court because I think Louisville was ranked very high and UCF is not, let's say that much. Um, they got fined 12000 for that. The owner of, like, I think it's Rock'em Socks is like a UCF alum. And he said, hey, if we sell 2,500 pairs of, of this sock, it's like UCF socks, <clears throat> we'll pay the fine. Mm-hmm. And that that's something that other schools have that like Alabama doesn't have. If you go to the Michigan Collective's website, the first thing on the front of their website when they're asking you to donate to the collective that pays the players NIL stuff is stop other schools from stealing our players. Flat the fuck out. And I was like, oh, this this is different. I, I kind of like this. Um, but I do think that's a big reason why like why Saban left is like. Yo, this this is getting too difficult. And, I mean, and age has something to do with it, too. Like, I think if Saban was 50 and not 70-something, he might be like, all right, I'm going to adjust and figure this out. The way he adjusted and figured out, you know, new college football offensive schemes when he couldn't just line up the biggest and the baddest and just run through people anymore because the rest of his conference was like, yeah, we're going to spread these motherfuckers out. Mm-hmm. But... So, like, yeah, I think that's part of the reason. But I really do think Kevin DeBoer took that job because he realized he don't want none of this none of this Big Ten beat-em-up football. He don't want none mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of those Pac-10 Pac schools are going to be – they're in for a wide uh, – uh, they're in for awakening because once it hits uh, November, it's cold. I was talking to Henry about this. All that spread shit that you be doing, all that uh, fancy, um, you know, fancy football you like to play, that shit is, that shit doesn't work in the cold. I was talking to Henry about this because he was talking about, he was talking to JT and said like how Ohio State and Michigan are going to have down years and it's a great time for USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington coming to the Big Ten. I'm like, even on a down year, I'm like, them teams are still two, three lost teams in the Big Ten. Like, it hurt to play football here. It just do. Yeah. Like, one thing, I, I I said this on the pod a couple weeks ago with you, I was like, the one thing I've noticed about this Michigan team is, like, it looked like it hurt to play them. And what do you see in the national championship? Did Michael Penance, like, he went through a war? Yeah, he's like, walking he, off holding his, he's walking off holding his ribs. Wild, wild, no, he was limping off holding his ribs. Yeah. They whooped that nigga's ass. Like, 
they had to witch him back with the Dragon Balls at the end of that game. Like it was. <laughs> he to get up. He got to the locker room. They gave him a sensu bean. Like here you go, here you go, big dog. <laughs> you know, you take the bag, fam. Just take the bag. Just dude. take the bag. Yeah, take take one a day. Yeah. <laughs> you did everything in your power, like all all your powers. Oh, it man. just wasn't enough. And like and that running back they had, who good for him for even trying to play in the national championship. He was mm-hmm. out there on two bad wheels. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm in my head. I heard that I'm like, we have the best run defense in the country. Like it's historically good. Like people with two good wheels can't run on us. You got two bad ones. This not gonna go the way you think it's gonna go, my guy. I'm glad we won the title because next year we got a tough schedule. So I'm glad we got that off, you know, out of the way. So we do, just in case. But say that again. Now, we do, but again, I'm not. I'm not worried about these new niggas coming in. I'm not. Just like you're not new, not worried about the Lions. That's that's insane. I'm be Ooh. watching that. I'm be watching that game uh, sitting on pins and needles, boy. You gonna go to a bar and watch it? Probably. Good for you. I, if if I, I if I can't if, be I around people say, for that one. Well, do you? You say you're not worried. So I don't, I don't see how you can't be around people if you're not worried. That's the first part. The second part is, nigga, it says it is two degrees outside. Whoa. And that went, that went blowing like God farted. That shit crazy, bro. It's so cold out there. So we'll, we'll see I, how it is. I say I'm not worried, but then, like, the closer it gets to game time, the closer I get to worry. Um, the Lions are a better team top to bottom than this Rams team. Um we're wearing the blueberries, as Jared Goff calls them. And we don't. We, apparently, we're six and zero when we wear the blueberries. I have faith in the crowd at the game that it's going to be the loudest place ever, because again, first home playoff game in thirty years, first home playoff game in Fort Field. But then, like you know, as the game goes on, like how long do we watch Stafford make things happen when it wasn't shit there? Quite, quite a long time. So, like, I think our pass rush has to get to him, and I think we have to hold up against Aaron Donald, which is a, a mighty tall task. But I think if we do that, we should cover. Um, so, I'm looking at tickets for the game right now. If you want to do standing room only, it's 383 bucks. Damn. If you want a seat, if you want a seat, uh, you'll be sitting pretty high up. And the ticket, the the um, cheapest ticket is four hundred dollars. Damn, damn, that's that's pretty pricey, but worth it. <laughs> would you stay? Would you do standing room for? Well, you know what, Ford Field is nice because they got like bars in there too. So like you could just like go to one of the bars in there and just chill and then walk up to the game and stand there and watch it a little bit then walk back to the bar uh oh, but 380 hold you like standing room only don't sign that back because i'm probably gonna be standing up this entire game anyway just in my yeah house. that's true like, that's at my house <laughs> you look you're like i practice for this <laughs> <laughs> this is what i trained for all those sundays and reverends standing up yeah. screaming while there's children around yep. i would love to go to this game though yeah, um, but could you imagine if like things broke in a different way, like for the rest of the playoffs and like the NFC Championships in Detroit? 
if the NFC Championship is in Detroit, I would probably pay the three hundred dollars for standing room. Oh yeah, for sure. See the for thing about see the sure. see the thing see the thing is so like I know I sound a bigger Michigan fan. I didn't get a chance to go to Michigan games this year, but I wanted to go to the championship game or the Rose Bowl. But for that, you got to pay for flight, then you got to pay for hotel, and then you got to pay for your your game ticket. Shout out to Roger. That's, he went to the Rose Bowl with his girl. He went to the Rose Bowl, yeah. I wanted to go to Houston, but my work schedule just wasn't letting me do that. But looking at if I could go, looking oh, at play tickets. Work schedule, it was my pay schedule for me. I was like, oh. Uh, ugh, pay, uh, pay schedule. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, it was my work schedule. If I wasn't working on that Tuesday, I would have went. But it's just like. You know, I can go to a Lions playoff game because I just hop my car and drive there. I ain't got to get no hotel. I ain't got to get no plane ticket. I just go up there and, and can watch the game. So uh, if they if they have the conference championship in Detroit, we probably I might have to do, I might have to do the standing room. I might have to do the standing room we, for that we one. Gotta, we probably got to go for that one. Yeah, I might have to. Yeah, but uh, no, Make I think I think Staff, I think Stafford. Uh, I mean, this is bittersweet for Stafford, right? He's coming back home. Uh, maybe uh, Stafford have it, having his heart to, you know, if, if it comes down to fourth quarter and and Ramsey a touchdown to win, if he just kind of float that ball into the stands by mistake, you know, I, I understand. I understand. I, so, I, I really appreciate that, Stafford, if you can do that. Yeah, you know, Eminem asked him for that favor, too. Like, you know, just let us have this one. Just let us have this one, yeah. Just uh, don't, don't try to be Superman today. So, but speak, speaking of trying to be Superman, that's kind of one of the things, like the analysts say, that give us a better chance is that Stafford is still kind of Mr. Do-Too-Much. And we have an opportunistic defense that, you know, if you give them the opportunity to take that ball away, they will do it. Yeah. So, I mean, and with CJ being back, that's going to help us out a lot. Him playing center field, running around. Um... Yeah, yeah. So by the time you guys hear this, me and John will either be ecstatic that we're going to the second round of playoffs or devastated that the prophecy came true that Stafford was going to be the quarterback to win a football a playoff game in Ford Field and one didn't go our way. But John, give me your Super Bowl predictions. I'm liking Ravens. Lions, for I hate to go chalk. Just, just say Lions. Just say it. Well, I don't want to say 49ers. Then say, oh, you said Lions? Lions? You think Ravens and Lions? There's no way you believe that's going to happen. I need it to there, happen for my sanity. But, but there's no way that. So if the Lions win, they looks like they play the, the, the highest seed that's left. So it'll be Dallas. And yeah. you know how. You know, you know. You know how it happens when the you know what happens when the Lions play Dallas. Listen, listen. it never goes our way. Yeah, never. but that's the thing. We're not gonna leave it up to the refs this time. We're gonna blow them out. Get back. It's the get back game. But uh, if I'm looking at this, the brackets right now, I'm going. I think the I think the Ravens are the best team in football. So mm-hmm. I got the Ravens, and then for the NFC, boy, that's a toss up. Uh, shit. I'm liking 49ers, man. I think, you know what? I think if Baker Mayfield plays today, I think Tampa Bay could beat the Eagles. I do too. I, from, I firmly believe that. I think Dallas I think Dallas and Green Bay is going to be closer than what people think is going to be because Jordan Love is actually really good. Um, Who do you want and to they win got, that game? Huh? 
Who do you want to win that game? Who I want to win that game? Who do you you think is going to win that game? Who do you want to win that game? I want Green Bay to win that game. But I think Dallas is going to win that game. So if if Green Bay wins that game and if Green Bay wins that game, that means we get the winner of Philly and Tampa. We could be either of those teams. Exactly. And And that's my thing, John. Like, I think we're the only team left that can beat San, San Francisco. I really do. I I really do. I mean, I think the only reason why you're saying that is because we've seen San Francisco beat the brakes off the Cowboys. That game wasn't even close. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if that game was close, I'd be like, "Oh, the Cowboys can do it." But that game wasn't close, like at all. And you give Kyle Shanahan like a week to prepare for somebody, and it's like either you win this game or you just you're done playing. Kyle Shanahan going he gonna bring the he gonna bring everything he got. And with those weapons they got, that's a lot. But then I'm like, but the way this Lions team plays, like they hold the ball, so it's hard. It'd be hard for San Francisco to score. Like Brock Purdy's still a young quarterback. They make mistakes, and we got an opportunistic defense on the back end. Like, so you know what's crazy? I I was talking to somebody yesterday while I was working. He's a he's a Browns fan. I told him I was like, don't count Houston out, bro. He's like, well, we got the number one defense. We got Flacco throwing all over the field. I'm like, yo, don't count Houston out. And he hasn't returned my taxes yet. <laughs> so. <laughs> you just hit mental health chat? Oh, uh, man. Yeah, no. 45 to 14, that was rough. CJ Stroud, man. He, CJ Stroud he, might be him. Well, it's about time Ohio State got a quarterback right. <laughs> it's about time. It, it took him a while. He's he's by far the best Ohio State quarterback that's played in the NFL. By far. Oh, yeah. This is his first year, and he's doing this in Houston. Yeah. He, whew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, let's see. Who's Houston going to? So Houston either gets Baltimore or they get Buffalo, I think. Well, we think well Buffalo's going to win. So, you think so? It'd be so Baltimore would get Houston. Wait, what you say? You think so? Dubs, you must be. You must have been talking to Nick Maul or something. There's no way you believe Pittsburgh is gonna beat Buffalo. Listen, man. No, I don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Listen, man, shit right now. My, my you know, you know, it's find, not he find a way, and Josh Allen be trying to give games away. You really well, do. Josh. Josh Allen. Has that same syndrome as Matthew Stafford. I know. To play that hero ball. I know, but but it, but, it but works out more the, for Matthew Stafford. Does at the end of the day, it's still the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it's okay. still and it's still Mason Rudolph. Okay. All right, there's no way there's no way Pittsburgh's winning this game. Stranger I'm sorry. Things have happened. Yeah, like Houston beating the Browns. I definitely. I mean, yeah, by like by 31. Yeah, I'm just saying. Stranger things have happened, John. So, all right, so you're going Ravens, Niners. Super Bowl I'm going Ravens from like eight years ago. I'm going Ravens, Niners. I don't, I don't know. I'm looking at the NFC picture. Are you picking Ravens? Did did, 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 did the Niners beat Philly this year? Did they play Philly this year or no? I don't remember honestly. So the Niners play. I remember they played the Cowboys. Oh, I'm sorry. So the Ravens, the Ravens beat the Niners. Mm-hmm. The Ravens beat. Oh, let me bring this up. God tells me everything I need to know. The Ravens beat the top three teams in the league, didn't they? 
yeah. They beat the brakes off of us. That's right. They beat the Lions. They beat the Lions. They beat the Niners. I'm sorry. Beat the Lions. Beat the Niners. And they beat. Oh, they beat Miami. They put it on Miami. Damn. So you're going Ravens to win the whole thing? Ravens win the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Lamar, Lamar Jackson gets the Super Bowl MVP. He's going to get two MVPs. He's going to get league MVP and, and Super Bowl MVP. And then he's going to come to the podium and say, not bad for a running back. <laughs> Since everybody said he should have been a running back. If I was Lamar, I'll tell you what, Lamar Jackson better than me because I would be calling niggas out by name. By name and saying they owe me a handwritten apology. That's what Bill you have been doing? Oh, yeah. Bill Polian. All of them niggas. Bill Polian. Handwritten apology. <laughs> Call my agent. He'll give you my address. I want a handwritten apology. And a gift card to my favorite fast food restaurant. You know what else you can say about that? You can also say that he should be asking for a handwritten apology from Ravens management. Because they didn't believe in him. They weren't going to pay him his money. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So he started looking for teams to go to. Ravens almost and, lost him. And he should demand a handwritten apology from every team that say, no, we're good at quarterback. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I remember you were talking about you would love to have Lamar in the Lions. You talking about you would have bought a Lamar Jackson jersey. Dan, Dan Campbell got to apologize to him too. Because we good now. Could you imagine how good we would be with Lamar fucking Jackson? Yeah, nah, we, we wouldn't have lost any game this year. Now it's not like, like Think you. about how Jared Goff crumbles under pressure. You know who don't? Lamar Jackson. You get, you think you got Lamar Jackson sat. They say, you know, he's 30 yards down the field. And you're like, what the fuck happened? You stare, you staring at your teammate like, yeah, I thought we was gonna meet at the quarterback. Like, well, quarterback's not here no more. Yeah, Dan Campbell owe him apology. I mean, Miami definitely. Atlanta, huh, huh, yeah. Oh yeah, he did want to go to Atlanta. He I forgot about that. Atlanta. Yeah, and they was like, no, we're good. Are you? Who they got? Uh, Ritter, right? Yeah, Desmond, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. They decided to run with Desmond Ritter over Lamar fucking Jackson. All because nobody wanted to be the ones to raise the price on quarterbacks. Cold game out here. It's cold fucking game. But, all right. I'm going Ravens-Lions on Super Bowl. Um, That's Lions, Lions by seven. You think the Lions can beat the Eagles, the Niners, or the Cowboys? I know to get to the, Super Bowl. the Cowboys because I saw us do it. I know for a fact we can beat this Eagles team because they're not good right now. Um, and I think we're the only team left in the entire league that can beat the, the 49ers. I think we have to play perfect football to beat the Niners. But You literally just said golf holds under pressure. You just said that. He does. But I also watched Purdy drop three games straight. And those three games straight that the Niners lost were all Brock Purdy's fault. All of them. All of them. So if he plays bad, we got a chance. Okay. We got a chance. All right. Lions also lost to the Bears, so I mean, that's the again, again. We gotta play a perfect game to beat the Niners. Perfect game. You know, all the games that most of the games that we lost, I told you that we were gonna lose, and you kept telling me that we were gonna sweep them. Yeah, I said we were, we're gonna, gonna lose. Beat the Chargers. You said we were huh? gonna lose to the Chargers. I did say that. But I also said that we're going to split with the Bears. And I also said that we're going to lose to the Cowboys. And you're like, oh, by that point, the Cowboys will be wrestling all their players. So it don't matter. We didn't lose to the Cowboys. I mean, 
in our in our hearts, no, we didn't. We not. didn't. We didn't lose to the Cowboys. But in the record book, it says we, we lost to the Cowboys. Cowboys. Nope, we didn't lose to the Cowboys at okay. all. Okay, we did not lose to the Cowboys. We won that game. We won that game, but the NFL is against us because it's Detroit versus everybody, and that's just real. Um, and I, I'm sick of talking about the Cowboys. Fuck the niggas. Hope the Packers win today, but I would never say go Pack go because fuck the niggas too. You need um, you need to say go Pack go. If you if you you know what if the Packers beat the Cowboys, I'm on your side. I think there's nothing that can stop us, except the Niners. But I don't see that happening. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You know, it really help your you know really help your argument is if Philly can somehow beat the Niners. Even oh, this would if the if if Philly could beat the Niners, then if Philly beats the Niners and we and we win our second round game, then the NFC Championship is in Detroit, and we win that game by twenty one. All right, what's the next subject? 21, 21, 21, 21. Fire out, no, by the way. We don't beat the Eagles team the way they're playing right now by twenty one. All right, so twenty one Savage album is fantastic. Yeah, I didn't even get it, to it yet. It's his best album. Five out of five buffs. So, he got some joints on there. Wait, five out of five? Yeah, buffs. Ooh. He got some joints on there. All right, I'm, I'm going to get to it. How you feel you about some... that movie trailer, though? <laughs> you think that's a real movie? It or do you think it's just like a music no, video? It's, it's a real trailer for a real oh, movie coming man. out this summer. I would see it. I would see it. Oh, we're definitely going to see it. I would see that. No, nah, that looks great. Yeah. You got any? You got any thoughts on the ten uh, foot aliens in Miami? Nigga, what? You didn't hear about that? No. What the fuck? So, be on your algorithm. Yeah. What the fuck? Be on my algorithm. I, I wonder. But you didn't see the video of all the police that was uh, at the at the mall in Miami. No. And they said it was because there was ten foot aliens in there, in the in the mall. I mean, I'm looking at it now. Bro, 20, okay. 2024 is going to be a great year. We got the Cat Williams interview. We got Stephen A. Smith sending shots at, uh, what's my man's name? Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock. We got 10-foot aliens in the Miami Mall. We got a nigga that hurdled the judge's bench to get to the judge. And that nigga got a vertical. Did you see that video? I did. That shit was crazy. And he did it. He had, he, he had to jump off two feet to get that high. The Lions need to sign that nigga. No, Pistons need to sign that nigga. <laughs> now, y'all already got a nigga like that. His name is Isaiah Stewart. That nigga's always ready to fight. He hurt right now. Oh, okay, yeah. Y'all need that nigga then. 2024 started off great, man. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't hear about the the, uh, the aliens in the Miami Mall, man. Taking over. No, they, they, that didn't come they, with my algorithm. I don't know what's wrong with your algorithm. These motherfuckers said a portal opened up in the mall. And 10-foot aliens came out of the portal and was walking in the mall. That's why the, all those police were there. Yeah. If, if 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 the men in black want to recruit you, would you would you do it? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Space guns are cool, but dying the way aliens can kill you? No. <laughs> they're going to melt you melt you into a molecule? That's what you're worried about? 
Yeah, or send me to the dead zone, or remember that Bill Roach nigga was just eating people. Yeah. Nah, eating them a whole. Like, it's different if, you know, yeah. a big monster bites your head off, but to eat you whole, it means you died during the digestion phase. Yeah. You cool? I think that'd be cool, man. They had some cool guns, though. They did, but then they also erased you from existence, too. That means yeah, you, you don't exist. You not cool with that? No, I like existing. I want the people to remember me. Oh, my God. This nigga. I want to be remembered. Yeah. My legacy. Come on, now. I mean, but I guess it would be cool, like, you know, minute back probably starting, you know, take over your paying your child support, which would be great for you. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. See this nigga, man. Oh, man. 10 for aliens, bro. Wow. 10 for aliens. Walking in the mall. Yeah, I'm loving 20. I'm loving 2024 right now, man. There's so much shit going on. So if the aliens should the aliens just go to the NBA and try to get on that new NBA version of the quarterbacks? Maybe they can help the Lakers. Hold on, before we before we get to that, you're missing the funny part about this whole story. So you tell me the aliens was in the mall in Miami, trying to buy some drip. Hey, you going out tonight? Hey man, if you've seen the hoes in Miami, that's the first thing you're doing too. Like, oh, that's what they doing down here. Oh, we gotta we gotta go to the place they do their commerce and. They're, they're get, get some stuff to blend in and pull some of these. What do they call them? Hoes? Yeah, we got to do that. Niggas open a portal in the mall. That's insane. Yeah, but I mean, Miami would be if you if if an alien came to you and said, "I want to experience Earth. How can I experience it?" Would Miami be the place you send them? Yeah. Yeah, I will say, you want to go to Paradise? Let's go to Miami. Let's go to Miami. You got some money, though? You got some money, though? It costs down there. Oh, you can just <laughs> turn your alien space cash into our currency? Okay. You'll have fun. Yeah. You'll have fun. You want, you want to witness the works of society? Go spend, a, go spend a couple hours in New York. Everybody mean. Traffic's terrible. Stinks there. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if you want to send them to New York, because... They'll try. They'll probably vaporize everybody, or yeah. or it, they'll either vaporize everybody, or they'll start talking, saying "be" all the time wearing Tims. <laughs> so, you imagine an alien and some and some Tims in a New York New York fitted. Alien, turn, alien, come back tomorrow. You're, yeah, I was sending to Miami or or Putin Bay. You would say aliens to Putin Bay. Yeah. Like you, you want to see Miami without all the pomp and circumstance? Go to Putin Bay. The drinks there are ten dollars, but the drinks in Miami are thirty dollars. <laughs> there's perfect tens walking around Miami, but there's sixes and sevens that you can smash and put in bay. So in theory, this means the aliens had to have kidnapped a human, and a human had to have told them about Miami in order for them to open a portal in the Miami Mall. Mm-hmm. Who do you think it was, DJ Khaled? <laughs> it may be your boy Diddy. He may, he, you know, he's trying to get out of here. <laughs> I saw a video. I saw a video of him pleading with people. Did you see that? No, uh, no. He's asking people to uh to pray for him. He he looking like he down bad right now, man. He is. Yeah, 
it's, there's a lot of allegations going around, and he's losing sponsors too. So, and then you know when when you when a celebrity gets uh, bad press, people, other celebrities just don't want to be around you. Now you're gonna make me look bad. Unless your name is TD Jakes. Yeah, I mean he he can't make. Have you ever been swallowed? Swallowed. (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) Hey, could you imagine being in church while that's going on, nigga? I would be looking at you, like, what is this nigga talking about? I would leave. Hey, yo, that's insane. Like, oh, yes, I have man. TD Jakes, but I do not want you asking me that question. <laughs> and yeah, in, in that house. in that voice, yeah. in that voice, and in that tone. Not in the Lord's house. You're not asking me that question. Oh man, that's funny. That's funny, bro. Yeah, nope. I love 2024 already, man. I'm loving 2024. So Donnie, I will yeah, say, so- I, was, I was shocked. I was shocked by how Stephen A. was going at old dude though. I ain't never heard Stephen A. talk like that. And then I saw what, like, the reason why Stephen A. was going at him, like, in the video Jason Whitlock posted. I don't want to, I don't want to put drug addiction on nobody, but Jason Whitlock looked bad. He looked like he yeah. Was he, well, I think Jason Whitlock is is falling on hard times because I remember when Jason Whitlock was on ESPN. So like now he's he's pretty much probably funding everything himself. Uh, and yeah, he looks he looks like he's struggling. Breaking news, Jonathan. Breaking news as of minutes ago. Stafford's not playing. The Detroit Pistons are trading Marvin Bagley, Isaiah Livers, and two second round picks for Danilo Gallinari and Mike Muscala from the Wizards. Oh, so losers picking up more losers. That's what it sound like to me. So, you know who the Pistons need? Y'all need a culture change. Y'all need Jordan Poole. John, I will punch you the way Draymond was Jordan Poole. <laughs> That's not funny. Y'all need Jordan Poole, man. No. Interesting. Uh, so, okay. I get it. I get it. Okay. Salary cap move. Mm. Salary cap move. Gallinari and Muscala both have expiring deals. Okay. It makes sense, though. This nigga was worried. Why are we doing that? No, yeah, because like it doesn't see, it, it didn't seem like it like it improved the team at all. So I mean, it would just kind of keep them the same. Like Danilo Gallinari has always been just good, just good, mm-hmm. which is why he's been traded to eight or nine teams. He hasn't been like a difference maker. But I'm and I don't know who Mike Muscali even is. So like, and I was wondering like, why would we do this? And then when I saw it threw in the picks, I'm like. Somebody knows something I don't, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Salary cap move, got it. Yeah, you guys getting ready to bring in uh, Devin Booker? And, and they can need to come home. I tell you, who don't need to come home is Draymond. Can you imagine Draymond on that team? He be punching everybody, except as except as Stewart. He's not yeah, punching Isaiah them, Stewart. You don't want them problems. Yeah, I mean, except as Stewart. People have suggested that that Draymond to close out his career just needs to come home. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, ah. I mean, if he gets frustrated with how the Warriors is playing, ah. Can you imagine how you, yeah, how you be in Detroit? And that uh, nigga will be coming home? Oh, absolutely not. 
<laughs> Absolutely not. That nigga will be coming home, learning more bad, uh, more bad traits. Yeah. Would you would you go back home to Saginaw, hang out with him since y'all best friends? No. Okay. I got chill. Yeah, you got chill. Okay. Would I go back home and hang out with him? Saginaw niggas is different, bro. I know you one of them. <laughs> I know. Saginaw niggas is different, man. We can have bad attitudes too. It's just how it is. I get it. I get it. It's just how it is, man. I've been up there, I seen it. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty pissed off at the world too. I, I understand. Yeah, Saginaw is a is a gloomy place. <laughs> it's a gloomy place. But hey, it'll teach you how to defend yourself. That's what's most important. Facts. You gotta be able to defend yourself out here. Big Draymond big. knows how to defend himself. Hands work certified. Yep. One hitter quitter. We saw it. Um, oh, on Jordan right. Poole. Ain't that on, shit crazy? Fun. One thing about that. One thing about that video though. You can tell Jordan Poole. He's never really been in a fight because he let Draymond get. I'll call it an arm's reach. Yeah. If you argue with a nigga, you never let him get an arm's reach. You like you push a, you you push him back. back. He ain't square up or nothing. Yeah. That push him off of you or something. He's never been in a fight in his life ever. That tells me that he's been athletic so long and he's been so protected that people have just dealt with him and no one's put hands on him to that one moment. And Draymond got Draymond got in his space. Knocked them out and caught him at the same time. <laughs> That's that shit crazy, man. Yep, bro, don't knock me out and then catch me. Don't do that. Yeah, let me fall. Let me fall to the ground. Let me fall. Let the ground. Let the ground wake me up so I can try to get my get back and then. That know. nigga Draymond knocked them out and then said, "Lay your head." Oh, oh my, my pillow, pillow. Wow. <laughs> lay it down and lay it down. That's what Draymond did. He Jeremiah that nigga. Hell yeah, he Jeremiah that nigga. Yup. Oh man. <laughs> All right. So breaking news aside and Pistons trades aside, John Netflix is creating their own NBA documentary series modeled after the quarterbacks. Um, LeBron James is going to executive produce it. He's also going to be in it. And it's going to follow LeBron, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Edwards, and DeMontis Sabonis. Who do you think is going to have the most interesting episodes of, we're going to call it NBA's The Players? You know what I just noticed? Uh, no. <laughs> I thought I was talking to you through the mic. I'm talking to you through the AirPods. That's insane. I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to figure out how that happened. But... Anyways, you said it was LeBron, Sabonis. Can you hear me clearly? Yeah. Okay, LeBron, Sabonis, Anthony Edwards, Jason Tatum, and Jimmy Butler. Those are a bunch of boring-ass niggas. Now, I would like to see... I think LeBron... LeBron's the type of nigga that's just... That nigga's just boring funny. Like, that nigga be so serious, but, like, the shit he do is corny. It's corny enough that it's funny. You know what I mean? So, I'd be excited to see that part of LeBron... Um, Jimmy Butler, I like to see that, um, Jimmy, Jimmy's a funny in a different type of way. Jimmy's more like intense funny. Like, damn, that nigga is, he's all about winning, you know, trying to win the winning yeah, culture. I, I want to see the Jimmy Butler interviews. I want to, I want to hear him like just spout out his irrationality. Yeah, no, I agree. And then, uh, 
Who else you say Anthony Edwards has been out here having fun? Like he, bro, Anthony getting, Edwards. Out here getting OnlyFans models. Pregnant. Send the video, bro. Send the video, Send bro. the video. Send the I don't want to talk to you about nothing else. Send me the video. Send the video. That and like and the way he's like he, talking his interviews, like he seemed like he'll be a fun person just to kind of be around and like, oh, this nigga's really just out here living. Anthony Edwards, um, Anthony Edwards' reaction was any average typical nigga's reaction. I don't care about any of that shit you talking about. You talking about you gonna do this? Send the video, and then everybody's upset about it. Like, oh, he he made her get an abortion. Yada yada yada. I mean, I'm not trying to get all political on this and everything, but he was just acting like a normal nigga. That's how we act. That's how we act. You just got to see it in real time. He didn't. He didn't make her get the abortion. He strongly suggested. And was willing to pay for the abortion itself, and I guess emotional distress. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but just send the video. Yeah, I don't want to put that on that man's jacket. He ain't forced nobody to do nothing. He just, he said flat out, "Hey, not trying to be a dad right now. Um, you take care of this. Here's what I'll do. Like, you know, I'm like, it's the honest thing to do." You know what else is funny too? After she sent the video and then she tried to text him back some some bullshit, he was like, "Thanks, uh, you can talk to my lawyers now." That nigga, that nigga is smart. Shout out to Anthony Edwards, man. Smart. Yeah, smart man, smart man. Smart. Uh, so he did the responsible thing. He said, "Hey, I'm not ready to be a father right now. Let's let's take care of this." Um, I mean, he could have just like you know say, "I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not dealing with this. No DNA test, baby, not mine." And then that baby grows up to be the next Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Here you go. Jordan's the dad. Here you go. Hey, listen. 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 He has the irrational confidence that only a child of Michael Jordan could have <laughs> if Michael Jordan wasn't around. To so you tell me you think, you think Michael Jordan... Uh, so you know how you had like father, son, uh, like dates and stuff like that. So you tell me you think Michael like flies him out to Dubai or something to have father Sunday or whatever no. it is, so nobody can see him. No, I think Michael never, never owned up to it. Oh, okay. And that's why Jimmy Butler plays with this chip on his shoulder all the time, all the fucking time. So, yeah. And I think that's why he has this irrational confidence of, hey, just get better. I did it. I think about where Jimmy Butler was at Marquette and where he is now. Yeah, like, no, I agree. He, he raised his ceiling in a way you can only do if you just destroy a house and rebuild it. That's why he don't understand why other niggas can't do it. He's like, what do you mean you can't get better than this? I did it. Just get better. Be better. You know who else? You know who else had that mentality? Kobe Bryant. But Kobe Bryant is also a lot more naturally talented than Jimmy Butler. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And like, and that's the thing. Like, to have a Kobe mentality and be able to actually improve that much without having Kobe's natural, athletic, guy-given abilities, it's kind of fucking insane. So the only way to explain this is that he's Jordan's son. Yeah. Pretty much. Because you got to be able to look at it and say, well, Mike's my father, so I have to be able to improve this much. I mean, I, you know, I, that's just how I think about it. That's I will funny. say, like, 
I'm in, I am interested to in seeing like how LeBron lives life because like he's a billionaire athlete who's still in the league. Mm-hmm. He was also like at the same time of like trying to do what he's doing with the Lakers, also trying to position himself for like life post basketball and going to Bronny's games and then you know maybe talk about the behind the scenes of where Bronny goes that you know LeBron's like, yeah, we're gonna play together, son. So yeah, there's that. I think um What if Bronny went to the Pistons and LeBron forced his way to the Pistons? How would you feel about that? I don't know. Would you get a LeBron jersey? No, dear God, no. You would have to call LeBron the GOAT by that point, right? No. I mean, if he, if in the twilight of his career, he won us three titles. Yeah. Three titles? <laughs> you know, this man's like 40-something, right? Or may, yeah, he may I be know, 40. I, yeah, I know. You think he's going to win you three titles? He has to have seven to surpass Jordan in my mind. Is that is that any player or just him? Him. You're asking for a lot. And you won three titles in a Pistons jersey? Yeah. Taking team from the bottom of the franchise to three titles and the, at the end of your career, he did that already. Got, he did, he did that with four. He did that with the Cavs already. Yeah, he took them. He got them one. Yeah, but they were the bottom of a barrel team. I mean, fuck the Cavs. Wow, Sorry. Cavs are doing better than the Pistons right now. I know. Fuck did you them. Did you know that? Yeah, fuck them niggas. God, <laughs> um, piss me off, John. I know. I'm just here asking the questions. That's yeah, all I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, okay. Okay. Can we get to entertainment news? Sure, what we got. Um, Mandalorian. They're making a movie. John. I saw that, and then I saw that they don't know if there'll be a season four because of the movie. Well, yeah, they're making a movie. Why would they make a season four? They're making a movie. So what? What do you want this movie to answer for you? You know, like. Or, or, or close uh, story-wise? I wanted to close with our man's Mando being the the king of Mandalorian. Of, Man, of Mandalore. Of Mandalore? Yeah. And what, do you want, what do you want to see what happens with Grogu? I don't know. We'd love to see him, like, finally talking. Bro, he's still a baby. I know, but he's also 60 years old. Correct. Yeah, he aged different. Yeah, we'd love we'd love to see him like talking and having and like having on the Mandalore armor, Mandalorian armor. Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty cool. You want him to have a lightsaber too? I was gonna say him wielding the lightsaber and you know fighting side to side with Mando with the with the dark saber. That would be pretty cool. Do we know anything about the the plot of the movie? Like, if it, is it? Five years ahead, ten years ahead. Okay. We don't know shit. We don't know shit. Um, it's just been announced, and I'm sure. I'm sure right now they're just trying to figure out Pedro Pascal's fucking schedule as this that nigga's the most in demand actor in Hollywood. I think that's the first step. You say to try to figure out what you're breaking up. Trying to figure out what Pedro Pascal's schedule. Oh, schedule. Yeah, he's a busy man. Yeah. So definitely so, man. First, everything he's played in has been. Phenomenal, absolutely. Even back to Narcos, all the way, all the way through. And even back to Game of Thrones when he was he was Oberon before he yeah. had his head crushed. Yeah, the steady grind. Shout out to Pedro Pascal, but I'm interested. I'm interested. Um, also interested in the Halo season two. That trailer came out. So I didn't even get through season one. 
I gotta finish it. Season one is cool. Um, it's like it follows like basic sci-fi tropes, but it gives you some some Halo gems in it. Um, season two is gonna be all to be all about the fall of Reach, which, as a Halo fan, John, I'm sure you know, is like a holy grail of storytelling in Halo. So for me, as soon as this motherfucker took his helmet off, I was one of those to stop watching. But I heard that it was the show got better. So I have to, I have, and it's Halo. So I'll go back and watch it. I'll go back and watch it. It's a really good show. I think, I'm be wrong. I think the attachment to not taking the helmet off is just fucking stupid. It's just fucking stupid. He never took his helmet off in the video games. We still, we still don't know. We still don't know what he looks like. If you're telling a character driven drama, you need facial expressions. And that's what, and that's the story they were telling. They were telling a, a character driven drama. And Dubs. What? In The Mandalorian, I can count on one hand how many times Pedro took off his helmet. Yeah, it's not a character-driven drama. It's a the western. name of the show is called Mandalorian. It's a western. Okay. All right. It is. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I you thought can, was okay. You can go interview John Favreau right now. He'll tell you that Mandalorian is essentially a western. It's a western. Okay. It's not so a Halo's, Halo's what? It's a character-driven sci-fi drama. Okay. It is. I said okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not uh, disputing what you're talking about. So I'll, I'll tell you this: stop being a nerd and like finish season one, and season two is going to do have the fall of reach and energy. Stores. Does he? Does he put his helmet back on and never take it off again? I mean, his helmet's off in the poster, so I'm sure he takes his helmet off. I'm not watching it. I mean, the whole the whole crux of the story is about how John 117 becomes more human and less killing machine. So you have to take the helmet off to show human emotion. He never took his helmet off in a video game. He never wanted to become more human in a video game. Right, but they're telling a different story, John. They're not telling just the story of the video game. I don't like just the story of the video game. Play the fucking video game. I don't like your story. How about that? It's not my story. I don't like your story. I didn't write it. (laughs) I don't like. I don't like. I like the way your story's going right now. Man, you y'all niggas are such crybabies. I'm just hey. Well, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna make something that's based off something that's already established. How about how about following the source material? How about we do that? Okay, so so the Sonic Hedgehog movies are bad movies. I didn't see Sonic the Hedgehog. Did did it not did it not follow the source material? No. Oh, that I'm not. No, that I can't see it. That's like that's like uh, people talking about they want to make Batman or not Batman, make James Bond black. That doesn't follow the source material. Uh. I mean, it'd be cool to see a black 007, yeah, but that's not the source material. Yeah. I'm just, I'm being honest. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, how about, okay, how about the Avengers? They changed the source material up. Uh, they did not originally they... come together to fight Thanos. You said what? They did not originally come together to fight Thanos. I agree with that. So, but after spending 22 years of my life watching these movies, I might as well watch how it all ends. How it all ends. And right now, 
the way I see it, th- those 22 years was the best years of cinema. Right now, Marvel is, they're in an influx right now. And this in the Jonathan Major situation, def- definitely didn't help. I mean, I think they're in an influx when it's time to get to the mutants and the Fantastic Four. But I will say this, Echo, very good show. So you're not, I haven't seen it. series, I should say. So I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard people share that same um, critique. That is an excellent show. Excellent show. I will will tell you this. When you turn it on, put your phone down. Because obviously Echo's death. So there's a lot of sign language communication. So you don't want to miss anything. Um, Vincent Delforio, Kingpin. Oh, kills it. Kills it. The best Kingpin ever was in the Daredevil movie. I don't care what anybody say. Michael Clark Duncan? R.I.P.? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm not rolling. No. Vincent DeForio is head and shoulders. I think I think you have no. recency bias. No, I also have I hate that Daredevil movie bias. It's, it's <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> well, when's the last time you've seen it? It's not as bad, it's not as, bad as uh, Green Lantern. When did it come out? That's crazy. That's hate. Yeah, it that's is. hate. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that movie because it's really fucking bad. Oh, really fucking bad. Yeah, no, you should you should definitely watch Echo. Um, it's only episodes. Okay, so you can you can get it done in two hours. Two hours with some change. Jesus, two hours. Yeah, for the whole series, John. Oh, did they did they do did they do it episode by episode or, or is the whole series out? Yeah, yeah, it's five episodes. You know, one thing I am excited about is I think we're getting more Star Wars shows this year. Are we? I think we're getting uh let me see. Um twenty twenty four releases. I still haven't watched Ahsoka yet. So supposedly, now you know all this shit can change. We're supposed to get Skeleton Crew, the T V series. We're supposed to get the Acolyte, uh, the Bad Batch season three, Tales of the Jedi, um, and that's it for twenty twenty four. Okay. Did you watch Ahsoka? No, I've not. That was really good. That was really good. I'm I'm gonna check that out. I'm I'm gonna check that out at some point. At some point. Um. Yeah, what else was I going to say? Oh, John. Yes, sir. Did you know that we are on episode 200? Episode 200. Yes, sir. Episode 200. The day the Lions uh, beat the brakes off the Rams. I did not know that. Yeah, we, we here. We are fucking here. We got a couple listener topics. Okay. You ready? Can't wait to can't wait to hear these. <laughs> so, shout out to Sub. Sub gave me one. Okay. Um, basically, he was saying if you could elect someone to go against somebody in any sport, what would it be? For example, everybody hates Carl Anthony Towns, but no one wants to play against him. So, like, let, let's give me a player you don't like. A player I don't like? Yeah, in any league. In, well, let's say in basketball. Make it simple. A player I don't like in basketball. I'm going to go with 
That's good. Russell Westbrook. All right, so you got $5 million on the line. Pick a player to beat Russell Westbrook. One-on-one. Any player. I'll pick you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, hey, I'm just being honest. Uh, so, just, just pick a player. All right, I'll five pick. Five mil uh, on the line? I, I tell you what. I like I'll, Oh, five mil? I'll, okay, I'll take Luca. Ooh, okay. You don't think Luca being slow? What kind of... Mess have you seen Westbrook? Have you? I can see you Westbrook's bloopers from over the Lakers years. I t- I'll take Luca. Hell, I'll take. I'll take Drew Holiday. I don't care. I'll take Luca though for five for five million. I'll take Luca. Okay. So you changed the answer Tatum. from from me to Luca. Okay, got it. I see how much. I see how much you value me. All right, that hurts. I put you in the same sentence as Luca. Yes, I mean you got to take that. <laughs> same right. sentence. All right. For me, um, Sue picked a perfect example of Carl Anthony Towns. I, I can't stand him. I can't stand his game. Um, and give me Joker to beat him. Give me give me Joker all day. You taking Joker? Joker, Joker moving slow. Against uh, who though? Against Carl Anthony Towns. Against Cat. Actually, oh, no. so you're ta- oh, you're taking Cat. Take that back. Give me Jimmy Butler to beat Cat because it's happened before. And me and Jimmy <laughs> With the Butler role can, players can sit there and just like talk cat shit. The entire time. Yep. I like that idea. Jimmy Butler beat Cat. 10 to 0. Let me see. You said 10 to 0. 10 to motherfucking 0. And then you're, and then you're $5 million richer? Yep. Yep. That, that's that's a good I question. That is how I see it happening. Um, shout out to Nick. He said congrats to us. Nick Maul. That's right, guys. We do know Nick Maul. We do know Nick Maul. Those of you who question if we know him or not, we know him. Yeah. Yeah. He asked us to talk about the possibility of Lions to the Super Bowl, and I feel like we did that. So The impossibility? No, the possibility. Oh, okay. I was about to say. The possibility. No, it's not. Nothing's impossible anymore. Uh, There's aliens in Miami. (laughs) Nothing's impossible. Aliens in Miami. There's a good possibility. I mean, there's always a possibility, but... I mean, to me, uh, the Niners, the Niners, and I do believe as much you probably don't want me to say, the Niners and the Cowboys are going to be our toughest road to the Super Bowl. Yeah, fuck them niggas. See? So you don't want to talk about that. Fuck them niggas. I said fuck them niggas. Um, yeah. So, John, you got anything else you want to toss at me? Um. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Uh, no. Nothing. Wow. I, well, I already brought up how 2024 is going, how great it's going. So, I got nothing to bring up. Nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do this two degree weather? You gonna go outside with some snow angels? <laughs> Niggas don't go outside. It makes snow angels in two degree weather. Nigga, I'm I'm awake now, so I'm about to um I'm about to pour it up a little bit, you know, drink a drink an orange pineapple mimosa. I'm about to look at this bougie ass nigga. So I'm, I'm about to relax, I'm man. I'm about, I'll probably play the game for a little bit. I got to place my bets for today. What game you playing? Um, you play a little bit of Destiny. You know, it's, it's a it's a chill, laid back game. So I'm gonna play some of that, and then um, place my bets for the day. 
And then get ready for some football, man. What are your bets? What are your bets? Uh, so Lions to cover. He said Lions to cover. Lions to cover. So, well, that's what they got to look at. But one bet I do like, uh, since you asked me, let me bring up my uh, my sheets here. So we got a whole Excel sheet. You got it. You got it. Look, if you want to make money, you got to be ready. So, just to give you some information, uh, I won't talk too much about this, but. So we got the Packers and Cowboys. There's some hot streaks going on. So like, you know, um, Jordan Love having two touchdown passes, throwing for over 200 yards. Um, Aaron Jones having 100 plus rushing yards. And then CeeDee Lamb uh, having at least six receptions. So like, I'm gonna base some bets over on that stuff. Uh, But I've been making my parlays a lot smaller. I usually I used to do like five to seven legs. Now I'm doing only like three to four legs, and I've been hitting like almost every day or every other day. So it's been nice. I have an addiction. I own it, but I, I make money during doing my addiction. So that way, one day I can spend all this money on drugs. That's the plan, at least. So don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Yeah, don't do drugs. They're awesome. <laughs> They're awesome. All right. There you, there you what are you doing today? Oh, you know, um, I'm going to the uh, the hockey game today, sit in my booth, eat some glizzies, and just whoa, chill. Whoa, yeah, whoa. no, that's crazy. Yeah, that's whoa, crazy. Whoa, Nigga uh, eating uh, glizzies at a, hot, at a hockey game, that's crazy. Now, truthfully, like, uh, it's two degrees outside. <laughs> that is the truth. I might go grocery shop. I definitely need to do that. Um, Because... I'm like I'm, I'm looking at the weather. It's only gonna get colder the rest of the week, and I need to go get groceries. So I might do that. Um, but yeah, today's a chill day. I don't know. I'm watching this new dating show on Netflix called Perfect Match. Um, trashy dating reality shows is kind of my shit, and I don't mean like the Bachelor. I mean like the really trashy ones where people like blow up their lives and shit. Those are kind of my shit. So I might finish that up, and then. I might just watch a lot of the pregame coverage to just see who's picking against the Lions so I know who the ops are. You got you to gotta know who the ops are. You know what? Uh, I started watching a lot of Tubi lately. Tubi's got some great shows. I don't know if you watch Tubi, but... So I watched... Um, I watched Cocaine Shark the other day. That was really good. Uh, and then... So they have Cocaine Shark. There's um, Cocaine... T-Rex, which I still got to watch. Uh, but no, I love Tubi shows. You watch Tubi? No, John. I, uh, I do not watch Tubi, no. Have you tried to watch Tubi? Yes. I have not. Not like their live shows or anything like that or anything Tubi original. Usually if I'm turning on Tubi, it's like, oh, they have the old Street Fighter cartoon. Let me watch that for like an hour or so before I go to sleep or something. But you don't watch the Tubi originals. No, I did not. No. Bro, you're not living life. Why you like this? Why you why, why you like this? You want to ask me questions about Echo, but you don't watch Tubi. That shit crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. John, who made what? you this way? You did. I was cool until I was cool until I met you. Oh, so it's all my fault. That's crazy. 
Um, but all right, ladies and gentlemen, we gonna get on here and get up out of here. Let's get up on out of here. Two hundred. I'll be in Episode John, tell the people where they can find you on these socials. You can find me nowhere. All right, Dub, somewhere you can find you. Wow. No, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> what's my? Oh, Bilbo Swaggins. S W A G G A N Z. Uh, you can find me there. Um, when you get back on Instagram. Uh, uh, you can find me on. You can find me on Twitter. Go ahead, plug yours. When you get on. When you get on TikTok. I'm. You plug yours. When you, when he you said we. Threads. What's Threads? Oh, that's the Facebook version. That's still around. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are looking for me, um, you can find me A D U B U Y one two two zero on all one, the two, socials. Zero. Hit the follow button, and I promise I will fuck up your algorithm with filth and wrestling. Not necessarily in that order. Other than that, guys, if you're looking for me, newest episode of the Music Impulse, hosted by the homie Smiles. I will be on there reviewing the new Kid Cudi album that dropped and Cudi's place in music. How you never listen to, uh, wait, how you gonna review the Cuddy album, but you ain't listen to, uh, 21's new album? Because Smiles told me the Cuddy album was coming out and asked me to come on and review it. I didn't know the 21 Savage album was coming out. I, I didn't know either of was coming out. My algorithm does not show me new music anymore because my algorithm assumes I hate these new niggas. Oh my God. Yeah, I need, when new music is coming out, I need niggas to tell me so I can go check it out. Algorithm. Okay. Oh, you you hate new niggas, and I'm like, eh, you're not wrong, but you're wrong. I'm gonna have to listen to this this Cuddy. It's good. It's a good there, there was no room. There, there was no room for Cuddy when Twenty One Savage came out the same day. I'm it's just a, saying. It's a, it's a really good album. Um, other than that, don't forget every Friday. Every new Friday. Episodes new episodes. The greatest professional wrestling podcast of what, John? Of all time. Let me book the territory. It's me, E-Ray, B-A, talking everything, professional wrestling. Um, we're going to get John on there pretty soon. It'll be great. Um, Royal Rumble's coming up, so. What the what the fuck am I going to do on there? Talk about wrestling. I don't, you know, I don't know shit about wrestling. You started watching again, didn't you? No. <laughs> I did not. Only time I watch wrestling is when I see uh, clips on Twitter. That's the only time I get to see wrestling. So I need to keep sending you the clips so you can be caught up. Okay. This nigga sent me that rock clip. Noted. And then I saw that one clip of this one chick. She's a commentator or whatever. But when the rock's music came on, she jumped out of her chair. I'm like, bro, oh, this yeah. shit. Yeah. No. Y'all really, real. y'all really, y'all really like feed into this shit about the rock. Yeah. Yeah. No, that shit real. When his music hit, I stood on my couch. You stood on your couch? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Come on, yeah. All right. I gotta go. I need to drink now. Until next week, we are out of here. Peace.